everyone. Welcome to Still With You. I am your host, Coley Browning, and I am so excited that you are here joining me for another episode of the podcast. I want to take a minute and share with you that the music you're listening to in the background is from my sweet friend, Christy Masing. This is her single, Soaring, and if you would like to connect with her, you can visit her website, christymasing.com. The previous episode of Still With You featured my friend, Kara Seawright, a lieutenant in the United States Air Force. I hope you guys all loved hearing from her. I thought she was amazing in her episode. And to continue this month's patriotic celebration, I wanted to invite not another service member, but an individual who represents an important piece of military life, the children of service members. My friend Lily Rollins is the daughter of a retired U.S. Navy sailor. She spent the first half of her life immersed in military culture, supporting her father during seasons of deployment, as well as moving five times during her short 16-year-old life. Military children are often overlooked, and they are simply amazing in all that they walk through and sacrifice. Through this episode, I wanted to honor them in a very small way. Also, Lily is the first teenager to speak on Still With You, so naturally we talked about all of the current things in her life. Friends, school, God, her hopes and dreams, and of course, movies. I'm always so impressed by Lily's authenticity and how she lives to love and serve others. Lily's thoughts are something to remember, especially in how we can pray for the future generation. Please lean in as I welcome to the show my optimistic friend, Lily Rollins. Thank you so much for making time for this, Lily, by the way. I'm excited. I would literally be watching TV with Seth if I wasn't doing this. So. <laughs> I'm glad that I'm I have priority over that. He started a new TV show and he's very upset I had to leave. What before. is he watching? Uh, Heroes. It, we're sad it got canceled. My dad told us. Oh, is that the one with um, Hayden Pantaneer? I feel like I'm right oh, about it has, that. Have you seen Umbrella Academy? Uh-uh. You should. It's good. But it's essentially Umbrella Academy and X-Men. If they got combined, that's what it would be. Oh my gosh, I'm right. It's with Hayden. Don't tell me anything. I want to like Pantaneer. No, I haven't watched it. Sam and me keep like, we always, I always get sucked into the shows that get canceled. But the worst part is my dad won't tell me they're getting canceled because he already know. And then we'll just be like, hold on, when's the next episode? And he's like, oh, it got canceled. I'm like, excuse me. No, it didn't. Oh my gosh. My life. Heart of Dixie. Mommy, we watched Gilmore Girls. That's solid. Um, solid. <laughs> solid. Um, we just finished the One Calls the Heart. Admittedly, it's not great acting or writing, but it's still great. Are you a hearty? I've heard that there's a, a following a for part, that. I don't think I'm a part of the fandom. I just like the show. I've seen like- I got my mom the book for her birthday. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I forgot there's a book series. Yeah. Like, she didn't want big things since we were going to Germany, moving and all that, so I just got her a book so she could have something to read while we were on the plane. Now we know what you're watching yeah. and everything. We have to know how old you are and a little bit about you. Oh, yes. So, I'm 16. I just turned 16. I'm homeschooled. People think that you can't be social and be homeschooled. I'm like, no, no, everyone I know is social. All I know is that when I came to your 16th birthday party, some of your friends flew in for your party. A like, singular friend. How? She, it was dad, so bougie. For clarification, her dad works for the airline <laughs> and she got free tickets. But she was there and I'm like, where are you from? She's like, Texas. Like, I flew in for this. I'm like, okay, okay, Lily, so, I see what level we're at. Your friend's flying in for your party. I'm not cool yet. You are that cool. Seriously. One of the things that I am so excited about is that I've never interviewed probably anyone below the age of 20 or so. No, I've, no, I've interviewed, interviewed Elise. Elise. Yeah. Elise, my she dear. She yes. was like 18 or 19, She's 18. Right? Yeah, but you're like my first teen. High schooler teenager. Yes. Category. Yeah. She was like young adult, but you're like in the yeah. middle of your teenage years. You know, 
I have never interviewed a teenager before, and you know that now that I'm volunteering with youth group and stuff. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I'm so yeah. Excited. By the way, I'll just say something. You guys have totally changed how I pray. How so? I've been praying for you guys to succeed and like rise up, and I've been praying for a lot of testing. I just finished mine. And I'm like, I feel good. Was that that government stone. test that you were doing? I have to do those like every quarter, and I've already done two. I got 90s on both. Heck so. yeah, girl! And come Seth on. on both. Seth's my younger brother, and he's in the same math and science as me, which is upsetting. Um, because <laughs> okay. he's two grades below me, but he's in the same stuff as me. Yeah. I had to have you on here because honestly, like you are one of the most interesting people because <laughs> Thank you. I mean, literally you are, you have so many friends. You are always serving, doing something. You're so smart. The conversations that we've shared. I wanted my podcast people to get yes. to know you, you know, get to know the great thing that is Lily Rollins. Yeah. Um, I want to know what are some fun things you do? I love reading. It's like my favorite thing on earth. Yeah. I love to read a book. Um, hardback always. You, like, paperback's nice. Kindle is fine. Like, you know, it doesn't have to be, but it's better. Um, I like to do different kinds of crafts. Like, I just learned how to do watercolor. I'm not great at it, but I can do it-ish. Did Nikki show you how to do that? No, I just watched YouTube. Okay. Um, my dad and we just started doing leatherworking. We had to stop because we were selling our house, so we had to put all the stuff away. But we just started doing that. Speaking of that you're selling your house... You guys are moving, yes, right? Sadly, no, I, I don't mind it. I like this moving. is the big exciting thing that you guys are getting ready to do like a summer of travel. Can yes. you share about that? Gladly. Well, my uncle's in the army, um, so we met them through military and all that. He's not actually my uncle, and she's not actually my aunt. Where I used to live in Hawaii, you call everyone aunt and uncle. It's instead of Mister and Mrs. It's a thing. But so my auntie Katie and Uncle Jeff, they live in Germany. Because of the military. This is the best time to go because they were able to get us cheap tickets through the military and we get a free hotel at their house. Yeah. Um, you know, cheaper food because we can they can just we can just buy it and bring it to their house and cook. So we're going for three weeks and we have my dad's fiftieth birthday, my parents' twenty fifth anniversary, my brother's eighteenth birthday, my brother's graduating, my cousin's tenth birthday, my other cousin's fifth birthday, all in the time we were there. That's like the year of Jubilee. Like, really y'all are no. so excited. Really no. And then my 16th birthday was a couple months, but still. yeah, that's it's technically part of it. Just trailing along. But so we're going to go to Germany. We're going to go to Netherlands because my mom loves tulips. And we get to go to the Corten Boom House, which is super exciting. Which, my heart. I'm so excited for yeah. that. Because we either that or Anne Frank, but I was like, Corten Boom. It's also free. Why did you um, choose Corten Boom over Anne I Frank? Her. I, I read both of their books and I love them both. Anne Frank is very cool. It's, uh, her story is great. But then, like, Corey Ten Boom had, much, in my opinion, more of an impact on the world in itself. Because, like, Anne Frank, not that she couldn't have. Like, if she had lived, I'm sure she would have had a great impact. Right. But she didn't get a live So her death has an impact on it. But Corey Ten Boom's life had an impact on it. So she has more of a story, I think. Interesting coming from a teenager, too. Anne was, like, a, mm-hmm. a teenager. So that's interesting that you relate. 15 or 16 when she died. Yeah, that's interesting that you relate more to... Corey Tin Boom. I relate to missionaries. I know so many missionaries. Yeah. Because through school, we had to learn about them. Right. Which is enjoyable for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, sorry, from the Netherlands, we're going to Belgium. You know, French fry capital of the world. <laughs> um, they have the only French fry museum in the entire world. I'm very excited for that. They also have good chocolate, but I'm really excited for the French fries. You can buy them in street carts, and I'm just so excited. I want to just go up and buy French fries everywhere I go. Can you imagine what your Instagram game is going to look it's like? It's going to be great. You're going to look literally. I'm going to be awesome. You are. Well, you already are awesome. But like, oh my gosh, like I cannot wait to follow you virtually. Then we're going back to Germany. Then we're going to Paris. And I'm very excited for this because my mommy are doing a macaroon class in Paris. So I can say I've cooked in Paris. Ah! So, and I love macaroons. So I can learn to make them because I can't currently. I'm, like, I'm sure if I studied it and figured it out, I could. But like this way someone's helping me. Uh. 
much easier. Me, my mom, and my younger brother are going back to Germany, and my older brother and my dad are going to Barcelona, Spain to see one of the basilicas there because that's like Sam's graduation present right. is getting to see that. He has an obsession with Barcelona basilicas. I don't know why. What is a basilica? What um, is it's it? a church. Okay. Just really big church. Is it like a cathedral? Yeah. Um, then they're going to come back. Uh, we're going to do like a week in Germany, Black Forest, all that. Possibly go to Switzerland. Depends on time and money and all that because it's right by the Black Forest. So it'd be like a day trip kind of thing to Switzerland. Anyway. I know. When you've told me this before, I was like... And she's off to see all of the world, basically. I wonder if you'll come back wanting to learn a language that you experienced there. Yeah, I would love to learn a language. I'm so bad. I could see you learning French for some I'm reason. I'm so bad. Um, I'm working on ASL. We'll see how that goes. I didn't even have that in my notes. All of your family I'm really not- is like love loving American Sign Language. I can pass in a very short conversation. My older brother can like do full on conversations because he's going to be an ASL interpreter. He's going to Liberty College to do that. That's like his what his career is going to be. I'm doing this so that if he ends up meeting some deaf girl and marrying her, I can actually understand her. Oh and so I can understand gosh. him because he constantly signs to me, and I'm like, hold on. One Do you think second. that's what will happen? Do you think he'll- I have no clue who he's gonna marry? I'm just like, but if it happens, I need to be prepared. I know, but like, or what if he suddenly decides? Because I know he like wants to possibly adopt. What if he decides he needs to adopt a deaf child? Because which would make sense since he knows American Sign Language already. I'm like, I, how am I gonna talk to my niece or nephew? But I sometimes think God gives us these gut feelings of like what we need to prepare for in the future. That's interesting. I love that you said that. Okay, so we're, you were talking all about your military connection. So you, first of all, sh- share how many siblings you have. I want to so say that. So I have an older brother who's going to be 18. Yeah. Um, and then I have a younger brother who is going to be 14. His birthday's in three days. He's very excited. And he keeps telling me that I better have a present for him ready. You grew up in the military culture. <laughs> your dad served in the Navy. And so where were you born? I was born here, actually. Both me and my younger brother were born here. In Pensacola. Um, in Pensacola, Florida. Um, when we were, I was two and a half, and my younger brother was six months or so, we moved to Corpus Christi, Texas. I have no memories of Pensacola, Florida from the beginning. Right. I have a few very weird memories, such as Halloween when I threw my brother's clown nose off the roof of our condo. Um <laughs> like all I got. Um, then we, when I was like four or five or something like that, we moved up to Portershire, Washington, which is where I, my older brother had been born. We lived there for until I was six and a half. When I was six and a half, we moved to Honolulu, Hawaii, where I lived there until I was twelve and a half. Then we moved. Then my dad retired. Wait, there. wait, wait. So how many years I in lived Hawaii? Six years, which is as long as I've ever lived anywhere. Six actually. years in Hawaii. Okay. It's like, I almost find it funny. Like I have lived the longest in Hawaii. I've never lived any. Technically speaking, I've lived the same amount in Pensacola, but I'm not counting the first two and a half years because I don't of remember those. They don't really count. They were separated. So the lost years. It's it's, it's it's excluded. So then, when my dad um, retired, we moved back to Pensacola, Florida, because of the church. And now we're moving again up to Pax River, like Wintertown, California area, Maryland, somewhere mm-hmm. up there. Because my dad got a new job, and it's closer to my brother's college. Which is, yeah, Liberty yeah, University. Liberty. So it's, it's four hours in comparison to 12, so. Out of all the places that you live, which I guess would be, like, Pensacola or Hawaii, <laughs> like, which, do you have a favorite? Hawaii. I mean, obviously. What did you love most about it? It's just, like, it's a smaller community. I like that better. It, do you live with Aloha? You know, you drive with Aloha. That's a real thing. Yeah. Then. You say you drive with Aloha, so it means, like, you're nice when you drive. That's such a cool lingo. I love that. But Do they a, do ma'am there? Ma'am and sir? I mean, kind of. But it's mostly just auntie and uncle. Like, hey, thank you. Thanks, auntie. You know, can I help you with the, um, with that uncle? Like, things like that. Really? Mm-hmm. Like, you know you don't know what we call them that. That's so cool. I've never been to Hawaii, so, like, I wouldn't know. 
So, well, I lived on Oahu, and then I've been to the Big Island twice because we went the first time when we first moved there, and me and my younger brother barely remembered it. Like, I remembered it a little bit, and he didn't remember it at all, so before we moved, we went back to check so we, we could actually remember it. That leads me to my next question. When you were growing up, did you realize that you were living such a different culture than the children who were not in the military? Like, did you I mean, know, or was that just so normal to you? I'm going to say it's, like, more towards the normal side, because, like, here, obviously, I don't remember here or um, Texas, really, or even, really, Washington much, for friends-wise. And so, when you're younger, you don't really talk about the fact that you're military. Like, you're just like, oh, I'm military, and then you're like, let's go play with this, you know? Like, you don't discuss where you live. Like, that's not a big thing when you're, like, six and under. And then when we moved to Hawaii, all my friends were military there, because we lived on base, you know? We, all my people close to me were all military. And then, like, I did Taekwondo. That was, like, my extracurricular activity. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had the homeschool class, and almost every homeschooler there was military. I didn't really meet a ton of non, like non-military um, people, and the few I did, it wasn't like a huge topic of conversation. When I moved here, what was insane is people have never been on planes. I'm like, I've been on so many planes in my life, and it's my favorite thing. I love planes. <laughs> <laughs> but see, I was 16, and I'd never been on a plane that I remember. I went was really young when I went I just, on a plane. That makes this so, so insane but, to me. That, but like, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. It's so vastly different. Did you know that April is the month of the military child? I did not. Yeah, it's so... Oh, it's my month. Yeah, it is your month. I wanted to know if you knew there is a world outside where you don't have to show an ID to get somewhere. You know? Like, I didn't I know if you recognized that. Because I am civilian. Since my dad's a civilian now, since he's retired, I feel that... Like, I know that it's that now. But it didn't then. And that was just normal to you? Yeah. When I started, you know, dating Chris mm-hmm. and getting into that world, I was like... What is this life? Like, I remember visiting, like, an Air Force base with him when we were dating, kind of just, like, considering, like, if I married him, this might be, like, kind of what my future might be like. And I was like, this is wild. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it was so different to me. Did you ever feel fear for, like, the risk that your dad's job might be? Did you ever have that where you were scared? He has been in war. He went to Desert Storm when I was maybe six of the oldest. I don't really remember that. I only remember, like, when he came home. Like, that's all I really remember. But, like, like, would Sam, would he have remembered that? He might have. My dad didn't tell my mom if he was in danger at all. Okay. she asked him not to, so I know we wouldn't have known that, even if she did. I'm sure it was, like, dang it, my dad's not here, like, but I'm, like, it wasn't, like, oh my gosh, she's in war. I didn't really probably process that. Mm. You know, six-year-old. Which is probably good that you'd spend a life of, like, a normal child. And the other time he did... He deployed a couple of times, but the only time that was, like, recent-ish, I think I might have been 11. Did you yeah. feel anything there? No, he was just going on the ship. He wasn't, like, going to okay. a war or anything. So he was just on a ship. He was just gone for a year. That was, like, it. But still, that's, like, a year without your dad. And then we had my, my Auntie Katie and Uncle Jeff, who live in Germany now, they lived with us for, like, six months of that because they were moving it. And my Uncle Jeff had to go for training for where, his new job. At the time, we moved to New York, so he, and my aunt doesn't like being in her house alone, so she just came and lived with us for like three, four months. So, I mean, we had more people than when my dad was there. What's your favorite thing about growing up, how you did? And I want to know what your least favorite part of it is, too. I like how we were, like, raised, and just in general, because, like, we were... I feel like we were raised kind of how, like, you know, the military is raised. Yeah. Because my dad wasn't raised the way he, the military is, so he became military-raised. Once he went to explain that. that, explain what military um, raised is though. We're trained on a whistle. Like my dad whistles, we go to him. 
were trained like dogs. <laughs> he admits that. Um, so anytime somebody whistles, I'm freak out like, where's dad? I feel like military kids, I don't know now, but at least when I was younger, like, they're better behaved. You think so? Yeah, I feel like they were. You have to think, like, their parents, like, especially, like, my dad, he was in charge of people. So he um, was used to having people listening to him, so he expected that from us. Like, he expected us to listen to him, and, you know, like, first time. And, like, you answered yes, sir. Like, th- different things. Like, just partially Southern. But it's also, like, you had to answer yes, sir, in the military. So you were answering yes, sir, to him. Like, you're an a- yes answer yes, ma'am, to my mom. And it's, like, I just feel like they were better raised in general. Cause, and I'm not saying that other people are ba- badly raised. It's just that they were raised to, like, a certain standard. Do you appreciate that? Yeah, I like that. I mean, it's taught you respect yeah. and what what didn't you like i don't enjoy moving like the actual moving process i like to go to new places i don't enjoy the moving process the whole packing and unpacking driving and i love flying but the whole getting on the plane part did your heart hurt when you moved from hawaii to here yes it wasn't so bad as i feel like here moving from here to maryland will be because i knew there were going to be people, even if i wasn't friends with them like i knew there was going to be people that my parents knew, so at least we had some kind of connection. Mm-hmm. We aren't going to really have much of that up there. We're going to have some, but not much. Um, most of my friends were military, so they either just moved or were going to be moving within a year. So either I can stay here another three years and then have to make new friends in a year, or I can move now and go make new friends in a totally new place. Um, so here, all my friends are staying. Like they're, there's, It's not like, oh my gosh, you're moving in a year anyway, so it's not a huge deal. They're staying probably, you know, until they go to college. And then you're going to have to make new friends when you go to Maryland. Yeah, I like being, making new friends. It's not a big deal to me. But That's, it's just like, dang it, I have to leave you guys. That is one thing that I'm not used to in this life. It's always in conversation of, hello, how are you? How long are you here for? If you're close by, then you talk a little bit about that place. Or if you've gone been in the same area, you're like, oh, yeah, we love this place in that area. The timeline always follows you. It was an accomplishment to live somewhere longer than three years. It's yeah. like, I lived here six years. Like, no way! This episode of Still With You is sponsored by Tropical The Label. From the beach to the streets, their statement tees have been curated for the girl who prides in the pure bliss of her southern paradise, the Gulf Coast. Tropical The Label is creatively breaking boundaries of passe beachwear. And this week, you can use the code STILLWITHYOU15 to receive 15% off your entire purchase at Tropical The Label. Visit tropicalthelabel.com and again, use the code STILLWITHYOU15 to receive 15% off your entire order. Have you ever seen a royal pineapple before? Well, go to Tropical The Label. When in your life did you give your heart to God? Like, when, what is that story? I want to say I was in Washington. I think I was like five or six. Somewhere in that range. It's before I moved to Hawaii, another one. We were either in front of a Lowe's or a Walmart because it had the blue light. I don't know which one. I'm leaning towards Lowe's because my I know my dad went in and my dad goes to, is the only one that goes into Lowe's. Wait, were you in the car? Yeah, we were in the car. And um, your dad went into either yeah. Walmart or Lowe's? Uh, yeah, one of the two. I guess maybe we had church them that day or something like that. It was kind of, I remember it was nighttime. I asked my mom, like, who's Lucifer? Because I guess I'd heard that name. And I was like, he's the devil. I'm like, he has the, the devil has a name? I thought that his name was the devil. And she's like, no, he was an angel. I'm like, well, why isn't he an angel anymore? And like, and so she explained, like, how he'd fallen out. He's brought sin into the world. So he's the one that brings us to hell, you know, all that. She's like, yeah. And I'm like, she's like, but you can go to heaven. And I'm like, oh, how? And she's like, you have to accept Jesus. And I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, I accept Jesus. That, that was it. That was it. Yeah. That's amazing. Because it was a five-year-old's faith. In a Walmart or Lowe's parking lot. Yeah. 
That's the most crazy. spiritual place. Um, so from then on out, you just like started serving Jesus. With I mean, yeah. Heart. I mean, I feel like I already like I was raised in a Christian home, so I'm like I already knew not to lie uh, or like disobey my parents. Obviously, I did a couple of sinners, um, and it wasn't until maybe I was like eight or nine that I realized you have to ask God's forgiveness every time you do something. Yeah. Wrong. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I messed up there. Can yeah. You genuinely remember that that I was real to you. I accepted Jesus into my life when I was seven. Looking back, I was like, that was really real. I really felt like I was needing something. I was just curious, like, what your come to Jesus moment was. Because you are such a young woman who you just carry the joy of the Lord wherever you go. You You have such a heart for others. Everyone who kind of comes around you, they walk away feeling better about themselves. I really genuinely believe you. Thank you. I believe you have that gift. What are some daily things that you're doing, like, to connect with him? Um, I'm curious. I hate waking up. I'm a, I'm a night person. I'm not a morning person. You're, an, you're a night owl? You yes, stay up? Yes, 100%. I, I, do, I try not to, but I do. Um, and I, like, so I'm working on waking up earlier, like, on a time now and not just, like, sleeping in. And so, like, normally I'll wake up and, like, I open my window as wide as possible so I can see. Um, so, like, I'm so blinded I can't go back to sleep. And then I'll normally, like, read a, whatever devotional I'm on at the time. What are you reading? Um, I don't remember its name. You don't remember the name? No. Is it just like a thing that explains scripture? I got it for Christmas, and then I messed up, and I got off really bad on days, like all through February, I forgot to do it, and probably most of March, but I'm back on. That's okay. Um, I want to say author, her last name's Hudson, I think, and I think her first name might be like Sophie, Sophie Hudson or something like that. Is that a person? Are you reading All In? Maybe that might be it. Does it have a little journal section at the yes. end? Yes. Is it blue? Yes. You're yes. reading okay. all in. That's so a got, great book. I got that one for Christmas. Yeah. Um, I love Sophie. I listen to her podcast with her and Melanie Schenkel. They're great. Cool. More people podcasts. <laughs> like more podcasts. More things you're not going to yeah. listen to. No. I try so hard. That's so cool that you're reading that. Wait, I feel like I think better. If I don't get enough sleep, I'm a very grumpy person. I need like a solid 8 to 10 hours like... I needed a lot of sleep to not be a terrible person Mm -hmm. um, to both myself and others. Even if I didn't get enough sleep, if I start with that, I'm at least, like, somewhat nice. I'm somewhat better if I start my day with that rather than just, like, going straight into it. Do you genuinely notice a difference? Like, there'll be days when I forget to do it, and I'm like, I'm, I just feel terrible today. I'm like, I wonder why. I'm like, oh, I forgot to do that. I'm like, oh, yeah, probably should do that tomorrow. Why do you think that doing that at the beginning of your day, not that you have to have your yeah. quiet time at the beginning of the day, but you... Why do you think that is a difference? Because if you start intentionally in the morning, like if you start like the second you wake up, be like, hey God, how you doing? I'm going to start my devotional now. You're going to continue to be like that. Even if it's not like as strong as you were in the morning as it is end up going to be at night, it's still going to be better than if you didn't do it at all or even if you did it later in the day. At least for me personally. Because like I understand that some people do better doing it at night. Like they do better waking up if they've done it at night. I'm like, but for me personally, it does. I work better if I do it in the morning. But then I'm obviously like, I pray at night. And I, so I kind of like, oh my God, we have, you know, a, a good one-way conversation here of me telling him, you know, about my day. I'm like, you already heard this. So sorry for the repeat, but... <laughs> So it's like a recap of the story here. Do you stick to your devotional or do you get into the the word? Yes and no. So I'm doing a current devotional with like a small group. It's precepts. I don't like it. It's not how I learn. Oh my gosh, you're doing precepts? It's not how I learn. Are you doing Romans though? Yeah. You're in that group? Girl, that is hard stuff. Yeah, I agree. So precepts, just for everyone to know, it's where you're breaking down word by word in scripture. That's what it is. (laughs) 
I heard it was like eight weeks for like the first chapter or something. That's a lot. It's not how I learn is the problem. Like I can, like I see how it was a great thing if that's how you learn. Okay, yesterday I was reading it. I was like, it's like now you need to limit yourself to only an hour a day. I'm like, limit myself to an hour? I'm like, you mean bring it up to an hour? Because that's like a whole different story. I'm like, you're, it's a good day if I can convince myself to sit down for 10 minutes to read straight. So, like, I'll be reading for, like, five minutes. I'm like, oh, and I'll just, like, go off on a tangent and thought. But I feel like that might be something you might appreciate a couple of, like, years on you. Yeah. Not now. But, hey, good for you to, like, at least try. You're trying. I'm doing my best. (laughs) I appreciate your honesty. Like, I really Mm -hmm. do. We don't know how God's going to use that. And maybe that's just putting these boulders on your foundation of just... Hey, Lily, you're getting to know my word and my heart. Don't worry. Yeah, and like you never know how that's going to work out. I appreciate your honesty and I appreciate you trying. You mentioned how you're saying like, hey, God, like, is that how you pray? Do you pray a lot like that? Um, so I have a set thing. I don't like everyone's like, don't get set things. I'm like, I need a set thing for how the kind of person I am. Like, sometimes like I'll sit there and I'll just talk to him, but I normally start out like, hey, God, how you doing? Nothing's essentially how I do it. And I'm like, and I'll just be like, so I did these things today. It's like, it was a really good day. Or even so, I'm like, it wasn't a great day, but tomorrow's gonna be good, right? Please say so. <laughs> I'm like, work with me, God. I need a good day. I normally, like, I try to make a list. I just need to write it down. I never do. But I just, like, have, like, like, Olivia Keen or, like, um, our compassion child, Benita. Yeah. Like, there, there are people like that. I'm like, that I just, like, I remember, I'm like, okay, I need to pray over this person and their family. I need to pray over this person and their family. I need to pray over this person and that person. I get through those. Sometimes I'm really tired. I'm like, God, you know my list. I say it every night. Just, let's go to sleep now. And then I'm like, let me have a good day tomorrow because I need one, you know. We can we can all need a good day every now and then. Even <laughs> if the, that day was good, I'm like, I always say that. Um, and then I always pray to let me be able to fall asleep because falling asleep is the hardest thing for me. Like, I'll take hours to fall asleep. I'm like, let me fall asleep fast. Why do you think that is insomnia do you really feel like you have struggled yes. with that gosh it's terrible i had that when i was a teenager i could not get my brain to shut down i would replay things in my head yes is that what time. you do all the time or i make up things and i'm like i'll just sit there and me think, too and i'm like, I'm like you should probably stop and go to sleep but then i get bored i'm just like sitting there i'm like okay i used sleep. to make movies in my yes. head yes did you do that too yes you are so mean. It's the best. Like, if you're reading a book, you'll inf- it'll influence what's going to happen, you know? That's a creative brain, though. Um, I think when the- so then I pray for that. Then I always pray for whoever my future husband is. I don't know who he is. I pray for him. Oh, my goodness. I did that, too. I would honestly, almost in that order, I'd be like, God, give me sleep. I'd create a movie, and then I'd pray for my future husband or really <laughs> in some order. Yeah. I'm like, I have the same prayer every single night, so sometimes I'm just like, God, just pray for him. I'm like, he needs prayer. I don't know what for, but he needs prayer. Like, yeah, that's true. You are someone who I really do look up to. I think this is a good place to share this story. Initially, when mm-hmm. I first came to know who you were, Chris and I were invited to a Team Liberty night, which is a night where our church, the people who like are on the serving team of like set up, mm-hmm. like kids worship, everything, whatever. I wasn't even on a Team Liberty at the time. And I just, Chris and I were invited to go mm-hmm. to this dinner to get connected. And Todd, our mm-hmm. pastor, he loves to give these awards to people who go above and beyond. And they gave out this award for someone who'd gone above and beyond and serving in the... <laughs> Serving in the house of the Lord. It was your dad who had you on FaceTime. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we're so thankful for Lily. And I saw your face on FaceTime. And I was like, it's a teenager who got this award? And you were not even 16. You were like 14 at yeah, the time. Yeah, I was 14. They gave this whole thing about how you're there early in the mornings. And you're there, like, you know, like you just go. That was a really task on me because I hate mornings. 
I got to reflecting on how I really felt in that moment. Mm-hmm. If I'm attending a church where a 14 year old is literally leading people, it, you know, into the presence of God with the work that you, you did, that's the kind of church I want to attend because that's them investing in a future so generation. I'm glad I'm the reason that I got you to come to church, you know, you were one of the many reasons. To say. That's the kind of place I want to be. They're calling them into a higher place. That is 100% what I want to be behind. Did you feel anything in that moment? Or were you just like, oh. I mean, I didn't realize it was getting I'm like, oh, thank you. I'm like, that's cool. Because we had also gotten, the last time, my family as a whole had gotten it. And so oh, this not time, shocking. Yeah. Um, all right, my whole family did set up and tear down at the time. We don't do it anymore because we are tired. We need a break. There are seasons for And now we're moving, so it's no use. So honestly, it was good we stopped so that they had a time to get it together. When you look at people who are your age, what breaks your heart most about them? Really, like, breaks my heart is, like, the fact that, like, we are such followers, especially of the media. Like, I feel like the vast majority of, you know, our generation, especially since we're falling very far away from the church and we're going to atheism and what other things, like, other things are, like, very far away from what Uh Christians and even, like, Jewish and... Um, they're falling very far away from that, like, and because I feel like it's part, you know, it's all the devil's work here, but the media is, like, being like, you don't need them. You need, you need us. And I feel like we, like, too much of us believe that. This generation's gonna be like, okay, well, the media said that, so it's true. Like, this celebrity believes it, so it must be true. Mm -hmm. This person said this, so it's gotta be true. Like, or even they'll turn you against, like, um, religion or even, um, just uh, people, like, older than you even, like, People like my parents' age, they'll be like, the media says you don't say the truth, so everything you say is a lie. Do you feel alone ever in your faith? And for our generation, especially definitely the minority. You feel like you're a yeah, minority? like so many people, even if they, obviously I'm better off because I am homeschooled, so I don't have to be in these public schools where there's, there's a huge minority in there. Because that's majority of homeschoolers are also Christian. You get so influenced by everyone around you, even if you don't want to be influenced by them, you are. It's just a fact. Mm -hmm. What do you think is something that you're like, wow, we got this. Like, this is something that everyone else can learn from. A lot of us have more respect. A lot of older people, both religious, not religious, they are like, you disagree with us, we're not going to respect you now. People, you know, around my age, even if they disagree with you, now I'm not saying this for everyone, but a lot of them I feel like, even if they disagree with you, they're going to respect your belief in whatever you believe, and they're going to let you have a voice with them, even if they disagree with you strongly, they're going to be respectful towards what you believe. Even if they totally disagree and they think you're a terrible person because of what you do, they're still not going to be, like, shunning you or anything like that. What do you think that everyone needs to be reminded of when they're talking to someone your age? Things? Um, what do we need to know? So going off, like, the what I think we're doing, my generation's doing great, is us just, like, being respectful. Like, even if it's, like, you disagree, or even if you're just, like, I feel like a lot of times, like, you'll meet some, especially, like, if you're much older, like, I feel like you're fine, because you're, like, you know, in your 20s, so, like, you, you're you not that much older than a 16-year-old. If you have, like, this idea that you're, they're much younger than you, you're gonna be, like, treat them like they're little children, and you're gonna, like, it's, you're gonna rub them the wrong way. Even if you don't mean to, if you just, like, kind of, like, baby talk to them, even if it's just, like, younger talk to them, like, if you think that they're not, you gotta treat them as, not even as your equal, but as somebody close that could be your equal. One of the things that was with me, I I don't think people realize like how much I soaked up their words. I was such a sponge. Like I had basketball coaches even tell me like, you're cool, you're such a sponge. I don't think people realized around me, hey, I'm listening. 
Do you have anything that you want to add to that? Unrelated. Related to a couple things back when you were saying how you met me. So I want to say how I met you. My first memory of you, at least. I know I met you before. This was, like, the first time I remember meeting you. And you had a furry purple vest on, which is on your cover. Oh, my gosh. And yes, the one me, on the podcast. Yes. And you told me that you to- um, it had been substituting that day for, like, an elementary school, like, first grade or second grade like that. And they asked you what animal it was. And you're like, it's a purple wolf. <laughs> and you're like, and they're like, what? And you're like, yeah, I killed it this morning. It made it into a coat. And they're like, what? And I'm like, I remember thinking that was so funny that you would do that to little kids. I love to get a reaction out of them. And so I was just like, yeah, I killed this. Because it's yeah, that I'm like, And I just remember thinking, like, that that's a great person. That <laughs> Thank you so much, Lily. You're so sweet. Yeah, I thought that was super funny. And then I was like, why did I say that? That's so dorky. But you appreciated it. That it was, was so, so funny. I'm like, how did anyone think to say that? <laughs> they just kept asking what animal. I was like, finally, I just told them, like, it's a purple wolf. I haven't seen you wear it this last winter. Just saying. I know. I should have pulled should've it out. I still have it. it. Should have done it. Do you want to know where I got that? Where? You're going to laugh. I bought it at Sam's Club. Oh, I bought all my stuff for Sam's Club. I love Sam's. Everything I own comes from Costco, Ross, or Target. I love Sam's. I buy all my leggings from them. I buy my jeans from Costco. What is it with these stores that are doing clothes? I love it. Did you ever hear of Coke or Pepsi? Have you ever heard of that? Like Coke or Pepsi? It's like a little quiz book of your favorites. No. Okay, so there's this like little book I always used to read with my friends, and it was like Coke or Pepsi, and it was like your favorites. So I try to create... Okay, so it's kind of like a would you rather almost, but with favorites. No, no, no. It wasn't a would you rather. It was just like, what do you prefer? Okay. Like, they'd be like Coke or Pepsi, or like flip-flops or tennis shoes. I love these things, like way too much. <laughs> so, okay. Favorite beverage? Izzy's. They're with soda. They're so good. What's your favorite flavor? Blackberry, whatever. It's something else. With I love, oh my I gosh. I love them so much. I love how thin they are in yes. the can. I'm like, why I do I feel so the bottles. chic? The bottles are just nice. Yeah, I used to get them all the time at Whole Foods. Oh, yes. Yes, I have had a bottle. We don't have a Whole Foods here. And like, the closest thing is our fresh market and they don't sell it. And I'm very upset. Okay, what song won't you quit listening to? You Love Me As You Find Me. That one by Hillsong United, right? It's yeah. by Hillsong United. Hillsong has got something with that new album. They're so good. Uh, what's your favorite app? Okay, YouTube. I love YouTube. I like to watch DIYs. My brothers don't like to watch that, so I watch it on my phone instead of on the TV. Um, Netflix. I like watching TV on my phone. Pinterest. I love Pinterest. One, something like that. One of those. Okay, one of those three. One of those. What's your best read? Your favorite read? Okay, I'm going to go classic Pride and Prejudice. I love Pride and Prejudice. Why? I love Jane Austen's writing. I own them all. I've just never gone. I haven't gone around to reading them all. Well, Emma's my favorite, but Pride and Prejudice is my favorite to read. Beach or mountains? Mountains. I hate them. I don't like the beach. And yet you've lived in Hawaii and Florida. Oh, I love the Hawaii beach. <laughs> but you'd rather go to the mountains. Well, I mean, Hawaii has mountains. Yeah, I know. I like those too. It rained there in the mountains and it was always raining up there. Who is someone that you don't know that you'd love to be friends with? Dead or alive? Either or. Okay, so for dead, George Mueller. Who is he? He was a missionary from Poland that went to England and who started the first nonprofit and the very first free orphanage in all of England. It's in Bruges. No, that's Belgium. Bruges, Belgium. Bruges? I don't know. Somewhere in England. Would he have been alive when Jane Austen was alive? No. I think he, he might have been born, like, around the time she died. Maybe. That was not at all the answer that and I thought alive, you were going to give me. That is amazing. Alive. I would love to meet Dick Van Dyke. Really? Um, he's my favorite actor. Seriously? I love Dick Van Dyke. Is this just from the Dick Van Dyke show? It's a combination of that, you know. Um, Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. And then what's the one show? I can't. Movie. That he's in that I love. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, that's it. <gasps> chitty Chitty I Bang Bang. Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. I love that too. It scared me though. 
The creepy guy who takes the children into the wagon that's supposed to be full of candy. It was a great movie. It's a great movie, but that is creepy. You need to watch Diagnosis Murder. It's starring Dick Van Dyke, and he is a doctor, which clearly he never has time for patients because he's always solving crimes. Yeah. (laughs) You would love it. If you love Dick Van Dyke, I... I Dick Van Dyke. He's just the best. Yeah, you need to watch Diagnosis Murder. Oh, but you also are into Seinfeld now, right? Yes, we just started that. When I was nine years old on Hulu, when we still had commercials, they had one that had, like, all the good, like, good sayings from, you know, Seinfeld. One of them was, no soup for you, you know. I loved that commercial because I memorized every word of it. And then my dad was like, and so I'm like, what TV shows? And he's like, Seinfeld, I'm like, can I watch it? He's like, when you're 16. And so when I turn 16, I gotta watch it. You know, me, you and me, girl, I won't quit Seinfeld. I love it. I started watching it when I was about 17. I know the answer to this. What's your favorite holiday? Christmas. I, I love Christmas. I know. It's just such a great time. Like, the whole present thing is nice. The whole Jesus being born thing. But, like, the whole just atmosphere around Christmas. Yeah. Like, everyone's just nice at Christmas. And it's just, just everyone likes Christmas. Yeah. Don't you do all-out decorating, too? Yes, we do a lot. <laughs> we do a lot. We have, like, two trees in our room, like, in the living room. that I keep a tree. My brothers keep trees. Like, we have trees. That's day. so Trees great. for days. I love it. What's a pet peeve you have with people or life? I say this, and I do this all the time, but, like, just, like, tap things, you know, just, or, like, the as I'm doing here, like, moving my skirt all around and making it rustle. Okay. Like, I do it all the time, but I hate when other people do it. Do you prefer socializing in large groups or small gatherings? I love small gathering because you can talk to everyone at once and you're fine. But then, like, a large group, you can make smaller groups out of it. Or you can have one huge group. And, like, there's more versatility with it. I love that. That's true. (laughs) Favorite movie? Penelope. I love it. I don't know why. I just love that movie. For an entire week, I watch it every day once. It's perfect. Oh, my gosh. Like, I introduced the meat on Elo to it the other day on Easter. Uh I got kicked out of the living room because it's parent talk. Um, so me and, so me and Eagle went down, he was being indecisive about what movie he wanted to watch, so we, I made him watch Penelope. He liked it. You've made me want to watch that movie again. I always wanted her scarf. I yes, always wanted her I want her whole wardrobe. It's I know. so cute. I remember as a teenager watching Johnny Martin look in that mirror. Yeah. And, like, fall in love with her. Without seeing her. Without seeing her. That mirrored that scene movie, gives me chills. I like the mirror scene. No, my favorite scene is when she shows herself to him, and then he accidentally takes the picture, and he freaks out because like he's not freaking out at her he's freaking out the fact that he's ruined her life exactly and i'm like i love that that he was willing to give up the um being with her to get rid of the picture it's perfect the more i talk to you the more things that i find in common with you such a great if you haven't seen penelope it's on netflix and it's prime on amazon or whatever it's on hulu um it is the best movie you will ever watch in your entire life coley and me you both i I agree it definitely it made me even look at people who are different than me different yes yeah, 100%. Do you have anything you want to add before I ask you the final question? No, I think I'm good. I think I've got it. I got it all out. I, you're stellar at this. I'm so glad that Thank I got to so have this much. conversation. Okay, so the podcast is called Still With You. Yes. I would love to know, where is God still with you? Like, just in everyday life or anything? You can answer that question however you, you wish. wish. He's constantly there. So it just depends on, like, if you notice him. Because, I mean, he's there in everything you do. Like, he's still with me, you know, everywhere. Yeah. Hey God, how are you? Like I love, yeah. I love how, how you, you do. How, how you, you doing? doing? How you doing? 
Lily, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Guys, if you just think of Lily anytime this summer, would you just pray for her as she's just, your summer's getting ready to explode, your life's getting ready to change. I just want to thank you so much because you really do inspire me. 100% from that first time I saw you via FaceTime you can tell you've spent time with Jesus to develop that characteristic and I mean that with 100% thank you so much you're beautiful and you are sincerely like have such a beautiful heart too and that's amazing all right well you know you're welcome back here anytime I want to hear about your travels yes thank you so much Thank you guys so much for joining me for this episode of Still With You. I hope you all loved hearing from Lily. Is she not the sweetest? It is my hope that next time you meet a son or daughter of a service member, you thank them for the role they play in supporting those who protect our great nation. I am so thankful for them. And if you didn't catch it earlier, my name is Coley, and I am so thankful that you are here. If you would like to connect with me, I would love it. Please drop me a message through my website, coleybrowning.com, or you can follow me on social media. My handle is at Coley Browning. That's K-O-H-L-I-E and Browning like the rifle. I would love to hear from you and your thoughts about Still With You. I again want to thank Lily as well as our sponsor for this episode, Tropical the Label, and you. You guys are awesome for being here. Please go out into this world and be bold, be brave, be you, and remember that he is still with you.